perfection when I groove to it. I'm the humble producer, director, and cameraman, Jasper DeWitt II. Writer and director, Jingle Love. And I'm beatmaker, producer, Doc Freeman. Welcome we are to the, the Film, film Junkies. Next, we have playwright, director, producer, Deontay Bolden from Atlanta, Georgia. He is our first interview here on the Film Junkie, so we are so excited. Deontay, thank you so much for being on. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you guys inviting me to join. Oh, the pleasure is ours, brother. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Definitely glad to have you on board, man. Appreciate it. So before we go into rapid fire with you, because we know time is really of the essence right now, can you give us a little background about yourself? Well, yeah, um, I'm an actor first. I'm originally from, I was born in Washington, D.C. I was raised in a DMV area. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, and um, I, pretty much after graduating high school, I decided to go ahead and, um, you know, start college for a few years. But then when I was in college, I attended Chihuahua University in South Carolina. I decided to really just had the urge to act because that's something I've always wanted to do. So I decided to take a break from school and I decided to move to Los Angeles to pursue acting. Did a lot of plays and short films there. And um, while I was on set one day, I decided I was talking to one of my friends and I was telling him a lot of my ideas. And um, he was like, you really should start writing. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to give this thing a try of all these ideas, but where do I start? So I just decided one day to download um Celtics and I just started you know writing and creating my own ideas and putting together things and next thing I know I was writing scripts and I have like over 40 scripts now so wow yes 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 it's been an exciting journey absolutely Um, yeah so I was like um you know I'm gonna do it and go for with it and um next thing you know I was putting together films and I decided uh, last year, after getting frustrated trying to put films together, I was like, what can I do now with a small budget and really just get my name out there? So I was like, I'm going to create a play. And that's how Looking for Love in All the Wrong Places came to life. And now we're here a week away from putting on the show. So. Well, congratulations to you. That's a Thank huge you. accomplishment. Yes. <laughs> yes. Lots of work, but it's worth it. So worth it. So since we're on the um, subject of your production that actually premieres tonight, correct? Uh, no, actually, Looking for Love in All the Wrong Places opens next Friday. We're a week away. Ah, so okay. we're a week away from it. Nice. Yes, yes. Now, for your, uh, for your production, I was looking through your resume, and it's mm. like you had several um, instances where you were supporting actor, you were assistant director, Mm-hmm. had different roles and which one is your favorite um i like uh being a director um because you know and because you have full control and in every aspect um i've done like a, yeah i've done some stage managing and other things but um i love being a director and i love being able to you know create something and then also be able to hire other people, you know, because there's a lot of people out here that are just looking for great content and they're trying to be, you know, a part of something that's very creative. So I love being able to have that creative control and be the director. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can understand that, you know, yes. being the 
head person in charge. I like that. <laughs> yes. I love being the boss. Yeah. <laughs> Not your ministry or your faith. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I briefly actually reviewed your Black Sheep. I think you had that uh, film, little teaser trailer on mm-hmm. YouTube. And so I know you have your faith there. How does this influence your productions? Well, you know, um, it's all about, of course, you know, having standards and, and really trying to create something that um, not necessarily is preachy because a lot of times in the faith we want to, you know, shove the Bible down people's throat. But just like God himself, he's a gentleman. And I believe in making something that's going to be entertaining that, you know, everyone can relate to, but also being able to give them the word of God through that, you know, even with looking for love in all the wrong places, you know, you don't have to be a Christian to get it, you know, it's there um, for you, but at the end of the day, you're still going to get God, you're still going to get Jesus, but at the same time, too, people want to be entertained and people want to feel like that they can be a part of anything that you do, whether they're a Christian or not, because that's how you reach people, you know, you want to reach people of all religions, you want to reach people of all, you know, cultural backgrounds and things like that. Um, But at the end of the day, we still don't conform our beliefs, you know, um, and we don't try to compromise, you know, we still want to make sure that people are still getting the word of God. So, Beautifully said. Thank you. No problem. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I I, I have a question for you, uh, Deontay. This is, this is a doc. It's it's nice to meet you, brother. I I took a look at some of your work on, uh, (laughs) I took a look at some of your work on YouTube and I felt like all of the emotions through just that reel itself and just some of the, um, some of the hidden gems in there that you put in there was, was a, um, you had some masterful ideas as far as, you know, highlighting and showing what happens with, uh, mental health. Mm-hmm. You know, put something there for mental health awareness, even though it does kind of have some comedic things because, mm-hmm. you know, in our community, you know, we, we tend to laugh at laugh at our pain. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> going from the first one that you had with the black sheet and then going into that, I think it was a relative path, just tackling different issues and things that we need to have a conversation about. So, you know, kudos for that. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, that real is so old. I was like, what are they talking about? Yeah, that was uh, the start of my career. Um, I actually have more content on there because I do have a, a web series that I was trying to put together as well. It's called The Price of Fame, which we're going to film that next year. But yeah, that that real was like, um, it was uh, the start of my career. So I appreciate all of the, com- the compliments from that. Because um, I was actually on Skid Row, which is like a, um, rough section of LA where a lot of the homeless and things like that over there. But um, I appreciate it. Y'all had to remind me. I was like, what, what are they talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. Though. Mm-hmm. We have tons of work out there. So we were just like, okay, that's good. How did he start? It was very interesting. Yes. So appreciate kudos it. Kudos to you. You're mm-hmm. welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, uh, a question as far as that. So, when you draw inspiration mm. to uh, to do a lot of these, like, is it the the traditional method where you draw from your environment that's directly close to you, or do you think that's like a dangerous buffer zone and you try to just observe from a distance? Um, 
a lot of my content is based on observation and people around me. Um, even with the play Looking for Love in All the Wrong Places, I was inspired mm-hmm. by my mom because she, I grew up in a single family home and I always heard my mom saying, well, if I can just find the right guy, if I can just find, you know, God can just send me a husband, you know, life will be great, you know. But a lot of times we realize that we're not truly loving ourselves and we're not, we don't love ourselves and um, we try to find people in our lives to fix the missing, uh, to replace the missing piece of the puzzle that we feel like we've been missing in life when, you know, God is the only person who can really fill that void. And um, I, it was just my response to that. You know, a lot of times we're out trying to find love um, when truly the person who may be the one for us may be closer than we think, or we need to learn how to just truly love ourselves. And um, most time when we're impatient about it, we end up paying the price for it. So um, that came from basically my personal experiences and a lot of the things, even the price of fame, which is a web series I wrote, it was just me sitting in the audition room, hearing people talking about how they're trying to get into the industry with someone who they, who is also in the industry as well and how sometimes it leads to competition. So I pick up different things. I'm also the type of person that will go to the mall and just study people and get inspiration from there. So I'm just kind of one of those type of writers. I'm always thinking about what could make a great story. So I like that. That's really awesome. Yeah. People watching is, is, is very enriching. I remember one of my favorite series mm-hmm. uh, back in the day was uh, Kids in the Hall. Mm-hmm. And they have this oh, one yeah. uh, scene that they go to. Yeah, you guys yeah. remember that? I think Mike Judge <laughs> yeah. was a part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mainly Canadian cast. And, you know, there's this one part where you can see him from a distance and it has this point of view where you mm-hmm. can see just right above his finger and he's plucking people and, you know, manipulating <laughs> things from his own viewpoint. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I, I can definitely uh, uh, empathize on that approach. Because, uh, you know, you learn a lot just by regular people watching. Right. And first day, like that. Yeah, and I always <laughs> I'm the type of person to have, like, the pen and paper next to me. And I'm like, oh, this is going to make mm-hmm. a good story. And my friends get upset yeah. with me sometimes because we'll be talking in conversation. And I'll zone out and be like, let me write that down. That might make a good plot for a series or something like that. So when you're creative, you can't help. You're always looking for ways to be creative. You're exactly. Always, you're always yeah. looking for something to write about. And I can't sit That's down beautiful. and watch a movie or a television show show without coming up with a concept so i always i had the pen and paper next to me on my phone and i'll make a note of something Uh so it's so good to hear refreshing to hear you say that because i thought i was crazy no (laughs) (laughs) it happens all the time like (laughs) it never turns off Exactly. Ah, you know, I love this interview already. It's my favorite. Absolutely. <laughs> here's, here's, here's a question that I have, Deontay. So mm-hmm. you um, lived in LA and now you're in Atlanta. Just mm-hmm. talk a little bit about the difference in the climate, you know, from being to LA and Atlanta and how your experience has kind of been. Um, climate, I've missed the weather there. It's completely hot here. Um, but I love the beach. I miss that. I used to always stay at the beach. The beach was where I would always come up with my creative stuff. Um, but um, it's the climate is nice. Um, I think um, the people are very different. Um, in L.A., you tend to, if you're not more established in L.A., you tend to get lost a little bit because everyone's in that competition mode. And I believe it's like that here. People are very different. I feel like it's very much harder to find friends out there than here. 
um, because most people in Atlanta, they have that Southern hospitality, but you know, you industry people, period, you tend to find the people who can be, you know, not so real and um, mm-hmm. can be kind of artificial and fake. Uh, but you get that a lot in LA as well. Um, so it's kind of hard to fit in there because everyone's so industry related and trying to get one up on each other, which kind of, you know, help to write my the price of fame, which that's talking about that. Um, but um, yeah, I, I, I'm looking for snow here, but I don't know if we will get any. <laughs> that's that's, that's kind of my um, good luck. <laughs> but yeah, I love it. I love it here in Atlanta. Um, I do miss LA. I do miss the climate there. Um, no snow there, um, and it's pretty much. Um, I would say it gets hot there, but um, you pretty much get the mild climate. It's not as hot and humid there as it is here. Like the dry heat um, is really, really. Um, it can be a little uh, challenging here, hard to breathe. That kind yeah. of thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it but, does take your breath away. Absolutely. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, as far as the um, the the people that you're actually the actual actors mm-hmm. that you're using in your productions yeah. are these close friends or are these people who have auditioned or? Uh, these are all, always auditioning when it comes to Deontay Bowden production businesses first. And um, I've okay. learned that um, watching other people. Um, I've had a lot of friends and peers in this industry that wants to create projects. And they always have um, a standstill with their projects because they the, the problem in the, that they always do and the mistake they always make is hiring friends. Um, I let my friends and family know up front. Um, I don't think I would ever hire like a family member um, because mm. it's just like personal relationships and business sometimes do not mix. And when it comes to a production, a Deontay Bowden production, I'm very strict. I'm very about my business. If we're doing something, and a lot of times people can't separate that. They feel like they can show up to rehearsals whenever they want to, show up on set whenever they want to. And that's just a no-go for me. You know, um, when we're going to do business, we're going to do business. And if you are a friend or a friend of a friend, you're going to come and audition and you're going to prove yourself worthy of the role. I don't believe in just handing out roles. Unless I've worked with you before and I know what you're capable of bringing to the table. Um, that's a no-go for me. You know, you have to show yourself worthy and prove that you deserve that role. So um, that's just how I stick by and that's how I'm always going to be, you know, because business comes first, you know, and personal feelings. We can go out and have coffee, go to Starbucks on the side, but when it comes to production, you have to show yourself, you know, capable and worthy of getting any role in my production. So got to put in the work. Awesome, awesome. What is your vision for Deontay Bolden Productions? Like, you have uh, ministry backing mm-hmm. all together. Um, what would you like to say you would want to make Deontay Bolden Productions really known for? Um, to provide, you know, um, to give people hope and to inspire people. Um, you know, like I said, um, it's a 
a dying generation in a dying world out here and people are looking for answers and it's so much going on, the massive shootings and so many things happening in the world and we just go experience the hurricane. And, you know, a lot of times when people are looking for entertainment, they're looking for something where they can get answers that they can go and provide, you know, that can help to provide healing. You know, people are struggling with things and when people come and see a Deontay Bolden production, you know, we pride ourselves on exposing the wounds and allowing God to provide the healing. You know, there's some issues that people wrestle with that they're not um, willing to talk about or willing to open up about. But when they come and experience the Deontay Bowden production, I want them to be able to leave feeling like they had the answers, you know, feeling like that they have hope, you know, and feeling like they can relate to different characters that are on the stage or in, on the film or on the show. Um, and just so like that they can... Um, come and experience something that they've never experienced from another production, you know, and um, we're going to expose the wounds and it's going to hurt. And some people are going to be crying. Some people are going to, you know, um, be upset. But at the end of the day, they feel like when they leave that they understand or they can make a change, you know, and change for the better. You know, um, I always say the money is good from this production, looking for love in all the wrong places. But if someone walks up to me at the end of a production, just say, oh, my God, this production changed my life. And I feel like I've done something worthy, um, you know, and um, it's it's all worth it. So, mm. Ron Howard, he's a pretty good director and mm -hmm. he wrote a line in one of his uh monologues mm -hmm. about how sometimes the lines that he puts for his characters are all lines of his life mm -hmm. so for you like how would you say you put lines of your life in the, into this play lines of my life um um i feel like um a lot of the topics and a lot of the issues I feel like sometimes you have to experience certain things before you can actually write it and it can come to life on the stage. I feel like I put a little bit of pieces of myself into productions. I feel like I also find myself in rehearsals laughing at certain things that I've written because I remember saying it or when I felt that way in a certain time period. Um, so I feel like a lot of the things um, that I go through or have went through in my life um, I feel like are in bits and pieces of looking for love in all the wrong places. Um, I wouldn't say there's like particular scenes, but I use some of my scenes. Um, I don't want to give too much away because I feel like it'll, you'll <laughs> 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 be, you know, good about it. But um, I feel like um, at the end of the day, too, um, it's better to experience it and, and go through it or have something related to that experience so you can make sure that it's authentic and that people will still be able to relate to it and it won't come off as fake. Um, you know, because sometimes you can watch something and be like, this doesn't sound real or this doesn't add up. So um, this is a lot of bits and pieces, you know, um, and part of looking for love in all the wrong places deals with being impatient and not waiting on God's timing. And I've experienced that not just in a relationship, but in my life period, you know, I'm a very impatient person. Um, I don't like to wait. Um, I'm the type of person when I go to like the, um, grocery store. I don't like to wait in long lines. I want it now. I want an instant. So, um, that's a little bit of me as well in there. So. Um, that's a lot of my personal life, you know, in there as well. So, fantastic, mm -hmm. awesome, good stuff. Yeah. And so, normally on the film junkies, we mm -hmm. also do a um, 
a show on Station Head, which is internet radio, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a show we do every Friday at 12 noon. Mm-hmm. And so we usually have a a couple of games we play. One is called Quoted Film Friday. We go mm-hmm. through and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you guess the name of the movie line and all. But one of my questions I want to ask you, because we all are very much Marvel fans. I mean, you're dealing with three junkies who love Marvel. Mm-hmm. And so... So between Marvel and DC, if you're into them, which is your favorite? And out of the one that's your favorite, who's your favorite character? Uh, Marvel or DC? Oh, God. I feel so embarrassed. I'm, I haven't really been into the Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know y'all going to be like, why did we get him on this interview? <laughs> no, not at all. No. Okay. okay. I am an X-Men fan. I love some X-Men. So that's Marvel, right? Okay. Marvel. Yes, See, hey. <laughs> there okay. it is. Um, there you I, go. I love Wolverine. Hey. Okay, so there that's you some go. Point. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I would say I'm a fanatic, but um, I do. I tend to like the X-Men films and the cartoon I grew up on, which is uh, and Spider-Man. Hey, there we go. All Marvel. See? Mm-hmm. Our guy. Yeah. Your eyes out. Okay. <laughs> Got some points. Good. <laughs> Uh, well, what were some of the things that you did grow up on? Uh, just to talk about that, like movies and cartoons and stuff. Um, I love um, a lot of drama because I write a lot of drama. Um, one of my favorite actors is Tom Hanks. I'm a big Tom Hanks fan. Um, yes. I love Castaway. Um, yeah, Horace Gump. Those are like some of my favorite movies. Um, and um, I love comedies too. Um, I'm a big Jim Carrey fan when it comes to comedy. Um, and I grew up on, um, I love Nickelodeon. Um, I grew up on the Rugrats, all of that, Kenan and Cal, all of that. Those were like my, uh-huh. that's like my like niche of growing up. But, um, yeah. and, um, I was a big Power Rangers fan and I'm still, I am. I'm a <laughs> <laughs> Mighty Morphin, huh? Fan. Uh, I went and saw the Lion King. Yes, yes, we did a review of the Lion King. Oh, you did? Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. love Disney. I love everything about Disney. Me too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I liked Aladdin, by the way. That was pretty good as well. I'm glad you said that. I needed one person (laughs) to to tell me that. I seen the beginning and then I fell asleep on it. Definitely going to go back (laughs) and check it out. I thought it was really good. um, Everybody kind of hyped up. Because of course, rest in peace to Robin Williams. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah. I feel like Will Smith took his own, you know, approach to it, and I thought it worked for him. Um, he wasn't trying to be Robin Williams; he was trying to be Will Smith. And sometimes I feel like that's what people make the mistake. They try to be the other person who did it previously before them. But I feel like he was very creative, and I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But Dante, just one more time. Yes. Please let our audience know when is your show going to premiere? Yes. So Looking for Love in All the Wrong Places, the stage play um, is going to premiere on next week, September the 13th and September the 14th. Um, September the 14th, we are almost sold out. There's only 15 seats left for that one. Wow. Um, yes. Wow. And um, I learned today that we mm-hmm. have um, the mayor coming and the city council for Powder Springs to come and see the show. So I'm excited about that as well. So, Congratulations. Yeah, God is good. Awesome. Um, and you can get your tickets on Eventbrite. 
Um, I suggest you go now because they're moving quickly. Um, just type in Looking for Love in all of our places on Eventbrite, and you can purchase your tickets for $15, or you can come at the door, or you can go to my website, which is D as in dog, E-O-N-T-E, B as in boy, O-L-D-E-N, productions.com. And I also have a link up there, which will link you to the Eventbrite page where you can purchase the tickets. Come out and see this show. The cast is amazing. They're phenomenal. They're working hard. And we're going to put on a great show for you. Well, fantastic. Well, Mr. Deontay, we certainly thank you from the bottom of our junkie hearts that you have decided to come. You agreed to come on the show and do an interview with us. You know, thank you. Absolutely. I thank you guys for inviting me. I was um, more than happy to, you know, um, come on and join you guys on there when uh, Jason invited me. So it's Jason, right? Can I say your name? Jasper. Jasper, I'm sorry. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. That's his other name after after 12. He wears the hockey mask and everything. I'm trying to right. tell you. Right. He that. does it all. So you got it right. You know, but that's just after, after 12. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much again. And you have a wonderful evening. And good luck on your show or break a leg. Thank you so much. And um, invite me on any other time. Um, I hope I'll come on when I have my next production. Absolutely. Uh, you always have a seat here with the Jones. Right. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And you guys have a great night. Thank you. Yeah. You too. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Deontay Bolden. Please visit his website at DeontayProductions.com to get information regarding his new production that premieres next Friday in Atlanta, Georgia. Congratulations, Deontay. We look forward to many, many, many more productions from you. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. And next time, we'll have you on for Film Via. Jasper, you got anything? Absolutely. Just just glad to meet the Deontay. Really smart guy. Uh, has a very good story, very good play. Um, guys, if you have that opportunity to check that play out, make sure you go there because uh, it's going to be something in store. And I really hope that they let you take popcorn because, you know, we are junkies. <laughs> <laughs>